0: Welcome to our show. I'm Umber and I'm Afsha. Here, we delve into compelling topics and have the uncomfortable conversations that you weren't allowed to have at the dinner table. Nothing is off-limits, and the taboo topics that you've always wondered about but couldn't discuss are what we're here for. Hey everyone, we're back with another episode. So today we're going to talk about beauty standards. We've had this video requested quite a few times because understandably a lot of women deal with them. Even you just growing up, like how did you deal with beauty standards. So growing up I kind of got hips out of nowhere in high school or after high school and I had started going to the gym and every time I walked into a room with my friends they would comment on my body um, and compliment it and make me feel really good but it made me almost expect that every time and want that every time so I held on to that compliment so hard because if I walked into a room and they didn't say anything then I would feel like crap. I'd be like, yeah. oh, I guess I don't look good today. And so I started trying to maintain this level of perfection that was completely unattainable. Whether it was not eating much or eating a huge surplus of protein because I just wanted to stay lean and tiny and have someone compliment me on my my yeah. waist to hip ratio or whatever the heck it was. And I became a huge perfectionist. I became really obsessed with just looking a certain way because you were always getting comment on it. So it was like what you learned, what to focus on. Yeah. Yeah, and so for myself growing up, what hit me was just what was glorified. So growing up, you know, things like having a bigger butt, I've talked about this before, was not glorified. Um, It was seen as weird. A lot of my features were seen as weird, whether it was like big bushy eyebrows or lips or having huge hair, wearing it wavy or curly and like not trying to straighten it and getting rid of the frizz. Um, Everything from my hair to my skin color to my body. What was beautiful about it is different than what is beautiful about it now. So right, the very right. things that were made fun of, are now changed yeah. so much, and they consistently change. They will right, always evolve, like yeah. So those are the kinds of things um, I struggled with. Is just like, at what point am I going to continuously care about what's seen as beautiful? Yeah. From when I grew up to now, and like how much it's changing, and you just realize you feel like you're constantly just chasing this ideal of beauty, and yeah. that's constantly changing. You know, even if you think, oh, I'm really, really small. Yeah. and I'm skinny and petite, then it's yeah. like, oh, but you have no ass. Yeah. Then if you work really hard and you build an ass, or you eat a lot and you have an ass, now you have a stomach. Like, yeah. it's just impossible to maintain. And so what we've realized is if it's always changing and you're never meeting that beauty standard, you're just, like you said, just chasing this ideal mm-hmm. that's so... Pointless, yeah. and it's, it's just an utter waste of time. Yeah, and like more recently, my sister had this video that went viral on TikTok. Yeah. You can you explain it? The back profile TikTok challenge was basically everyone would turn around, and I only saw this on women, and they would try and see what they looked like from the back. Yeah. If it was like really curvy, then they would turn around, and be really excited, and be like, "I yeah. love my profile." And if it was uh, more like straight, they would, or maybe they had some back rolls because that's completely natural. Then you would see like them crying into the camera after and being like yeah. I'm never looking at myself again. Just like really toxic comments that I'm like, why are you saying that about yourself? And it was just another thing for people to pick on. Like it's just something yeah. I would have never thought of. Like look at how I look from the back. That's a part of my point is that like ten years ago that wasn't a thing and now it is. And so there's always this new thing to care about how you look. People will probably say this like, what do those two know about insecurities or why are they talking about beauty standards? And if they're upset about it or against it or speaking on it, why are they wearing makeup? And it's like well. That's exactly the point, right? We do look good because those are things that people notice and those are things that people point out. We were recently watching Becoming by Michelle Obama and she was saying as first lady, no matter what I did on my campaigning with Barack Obama, I was always judged for what I looked like. She kind of wanted to take the power back. She's like, I know that this is a game that has to be played. For women, it's not fair, but it's a thing and you have to care about what you look like. She was like, what came out of my mouth and what I was going to say was going to be judged just as much as what shoes I was wearing. But she admits that like it's unfair and it's not okay and it needs to change. Being this-y women, being South Asian women, um, we have features that are very different and it took a long time for us to accept it. And so now when people say, oh but like you fit that standard like why are you speaking on this but we didn't always like growing up we were made fun of for our big noses and our big eyes and we had hairy arms whatever it was we were made fun of so everyone has childhood trauma that they've dealt with and things that they're incredibly insecure about and to other people, it's like, well, you look perfect. And, it, and it's not even that now we fit into Eurocentric beauty standards. Is that maybe Eurocentric beauty standards are evolving, and they're changing into something else that's yeah. a standard? Yeah. And I mean, a good example of that is my best friend and I in university. She's Polish, and I'm Pakistani. And so I remember the things that we would, you know, glorify and what we wanted changed over the years. So back in university, I remember like flat stomachs and uh, abs and things like that were like so the- cool. And it was just something like I, my body type doesn't have. Like, how I saw that evolve over like 10 years of our friendship is like she started to become more, I guess, obsessed with like a bigger butt and how to work out getting a bigger butt. And she like whether or not to squat and things like that. It literally and was not a and I, thing 10 years ago. It wasn't. Our switch and yeah. what we cared about and in our friendship and like how I saw that evolve was crazy and I don't think one or the other is better. I don't think what it is now is better just because it might fit some of what we fit. Being aware of where those beauty standards come from makes you realize that it's not just like everyone in the world thinks this is beautiful. It's Mm -hmm. a very Eurocentric type of mindset. If you go somewhere else in the world, you will be considered the most beautiful person ever depending on their standards. Mm -hmm. I used to have like, Tons of breathing issues and I remember that it like took me years to figure out whether or not I wanted to get it fixed It was always because I had a bigger nose So I'm like do I want to get that fixed or do I just want to get the breathing area fixed? And I remember getting consults and saying like It is so important to me to not have a small European or white nose and to keep it the same so it's like The fact that I had to constantly worry about not just like the breathing part, but it's like what it looks like. And men deal with beauty standards as well. Yeah. This isn't just women, but there's also like a disproportionately large amount of women that are getting work done. And there's nothing wrong with getting work done. That's what makes you happy. But we do have to recognize like where this is rooted from and where it comes from. This dissatisfaction with our own bodies, this hatred of our own bodies. Like where does it stem from? I'll never forget watching this comedian. What's her name Eliza? Eliza Schlesinger. Yeah and I'll never forget like watching that with my friends and being so excited like oh there's a female comedian and she's super funny and I want to watch her but I'll never forget some of my friend's comments and it was always like oh I really like her pants and it it was a compliment right? Yeah. But it just always struck a chord with me because I'm like why is it that her pants are being noticed but when a guy wears nice pants like I've never heard someone comment on a comedian's outfit like unless that's his thing Unless, like, he's trying to get, oh, he has really cool suits or something. It just, it was consistent comments, not just her pants, but there was, like, something to do with her looks. Like, now I'm paying attention to what she looks like, and I was actually just paying attention to what came out of her mouth. We focus more on what comes out of men's mouths and uh, what their thoughts are over their clothing and their looks, but it's the opposite for women. And even in sports, like, I remember watching sports with my ex, and all of him and his friends are commenting on the girls and their bodies and how nice their butts are, and I'm like... You see men's butts like completely in football, like they're out there. Yeah. No one cares, and no they one's commenting food. on them, like we're commenting on how good their throw was. One of the things that I wanna share is in the world of business, um, that's a predominantly male and predominantly white male, I realize that when I have a meeting and I'm trying to you know, give advice to a client to grow their net worth or how to invest, I realize a lot of the times they're paying attention to not what just comes out of my mouth in terms of my advice but it's also just like what i look like and how that actually gets in my way because a lot of people can argue oh there's power in that people are going to deal with you because of the way you look like a lot of the times i realize how much of my focus and my mental energy is actually taken away from what it should be paying attention to which is this is the best way to grow your net worth and this is how the stock market works in teaching but i find that a lot of the times my focus also goes towards like how i look but, at a higher level than yeah. what a man would look like, I just know that the person's looking at it more than if I was a male when I used to talk to a group of girlfriends in the past, sorry we you done your point no it's okay, okay, well, I was gonna just say that like it's a compliment, but that's not the point is that it takes my focus away yeah, so in the past, I had a group of girlfriends, and I would be telling them a story or something I'm really passionate about, and um, they would either interrupt me or at the end of it be like. I can't even focus on what you're saying right now because your eyes are just so beautiful. And I remember one of them was like, but like we're complimenting you. Like I don't understand why you're bothered by this and I'm like because you're not listening to anything that's coming out of my mouth and I'm really passionate about this yeah. so it would be nice if like maybe you just save that compliment for later. And not only that but it's like the way that we compliment and the way that we like overly hype up something like I want to be hyped up for like all the books I've read, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The best compliment is to be told you're funny, yeah. the best compliment is to be told you're smart or feel like you're yeah. smart. Like- it's not that you can never compliment someone's yeah. love but like if there's a time and a place, right? Like yeah. it's wonderful to just be like like, you look really nice today, but then also make sure that you're doing it when they don't wear makeup as well and when they don't have their hair done. You can't hate on women for caring about what they look like. If there's going to be a woman who is voicing that, hey, it is frustrating or it does take my focus away from whatever I'm trying to do, you can't be mad that they're putting eyelashes on or they're doing their makeup or they're doing their hair when that is- all that's been complimented. Exactly. That's all that's pointed out. You can't just be like, well, then if you don't want people to notice it, don't do it. Because no. Everything that's glorified and reinforced, we're gonna do more, right? We're humans, we wanna feel good and you wanna feel fulfilled. I literally noticed people treat me differently in school if I came really done up or just like running to school in a hoodie. People would treat me differently. People would either wanna be friends with me and talk to me that day or they would ignore me. I remember the biggest transition between high school and university, how people treated me when I lost 40 pounds. I used to tell people, I'm like, I wish everyone was born or raised whatever is considered fat at the time because you'll see how people switch on you and how they change when you lose that fat or whatever it is like insert anything because I definitely don't want to be fat shaming whatsoever I just want people to know or experience what it is to have something that is not considered attractive at that time and then later on you lose it or it changes and it switches and you see how much people in not just society like strangers, not just like people opening the door for you more because now all of a sudden they think you're cute. I'm talking about your friends. Like I'm talking about the respect they have for you, how they listen to your voice, how you're all of a sudden cooler and you have I guess more of a social status. People want to be around you and be your friend more. Yep. You know that one quote that's like Um, if the whole world was blind, would you still work out at the extent that you do? And I was like, yeah, I would because it's good for you. And then this quarantine happened and I'm seeing nobody and I didn't go to the gym once and I didn't work out once. Whereas my partner was working out every day because he actually does it for his own health and for how it makes his body feel. So I started realizing how wrong my reasoning was and I started also unfollowing people on my social media that just made me feel like crap or just people who posted perfect photos all the time. I just kind of got sick of it and unfollowed people. And then I also started realizing my own hypocrisy and was like, wait, I just try to post the most perfect photos of me all the time. Mm -hmm. I obsess over finding that perfect photo and I don't really show any authenticity because I'm constantly trying to be perfect to my followers. It's crazy how much internal work we've done to figure out like what am I really trying to do and what am I really trying to share with the world because we have so many days where we don't feel how it's shown on Instagram, which is a highlight reel. I mean, when I started my Instagram account, I knew that I was using my looks to my advantage. I knew I was Mm -hmm. using my pretty privilege. I was like, yeah, if, if all you're gonna focus on is my body and my face, fine, then I'll continuously post it and I'll get more followers. Like Michelle Obama saying, like, I'm going to use this to my advantage." Yeah, it's just a smart way to gain followers. The version of myself that I was posting was just this perfectly posed umber. And that's not me. A lot of the times I don't look like that. So I was just kind of like, you know what? I'm going to start being more vulnerable with my followers. I start actually posting who I am. And then my DMs just started getting flooded with all these Desi women saying, I relate to you so much. Like, I'm dating a white guy, and I don't know how to tell my parents that I'm not Muslim anymore. Or all these people saying, How did you, because they came from TikTok as well, saying like, how did you accept your body? And basically started realizing that now I finally had an impact that I had wanted the entire time. Yeah. And so I've tried to shift my mindset from body positivity to body neutrality. And I think it's Mm -hmm. kind of like a process. I don't think you can go from obsessing over your body and hating it to just not giving a shit about it. Yeah. Um, I kind of had to go to body positivity where I was like, you know what? I love that role. You know what? Mm -hmm. I love that extra hair or whatever it was yeah um and then slowly i started realizing but who actually cares i stopped being afraid of being ugly i stopped being afraid of being fat i was like who decided that this is a bad thing i stopped being afraid of my big nose yeah i stopped being afraid of an extra little roll yeah i was like who told me that that's ugly and And even if it is even if other people look at it and they're like ugh who cares? Yeah. Um, do I exist to please other people? I don't need to love this part of me. I just like don't want to care anymore. Yeah, like, you it doesn't matter. To, it's just a part of you. Yeah, like, like it's great. You could say I love this role, and that's good. Like I like the positivity. It's better than what we've seen before. Yeah, it's better than hatred. But it's still there's this level of care that you have of what you look like. Like we want to practice body neutrality. We're not saying yes. we no longer care. We're not that's saying everything's gonna go away. Yeah, like. I care about what I look like in this video. I'm gonna care what I look like online. I'm gonna care what I look like in an office meeting. Like it's just natural, we all do. But imagine what the world could change to if you started to practice body neutrality and not caring if your hair was in a bun and you didn't have makeup. And I'm not talking like the cute bun where you still look cute. It's like actually not caring. Like I woke up and I look like this. And it's fine, it's not gonna change my confidence levels. But also you can look good if you want to and it's not going to determine whether you are gonna do well in life or not. And I think it's about just appreciating your body for what it does versus how it looks. Like how insulting is it of you to hate this body that gets you out of Bed every morning, yeah. that allows your heart to beat every second of every hour of every day, that allows you to survive, that allows you to climb a mountain. It allows you to get up and you're alive. Yeah. You know that's the biggest thing that we need to remember. Like, you know the coolest part about being authentic online is that now it's like i have to be that way because i just preach to my followers oh my God, that's such that a good point. you should stop caring about the yeah. cellulite or the stretch marks that you i can't be a hypocrite and look yeah. in the mirror and be like oh look at your dark circles Oh, look at your cellulite i don't think that way anymore because i think i just told all these beautiful people to just embrace their bodies and stop obsessing over them. And I naturally stop doing it myself Yeah, that way. It holds me to a higher standard. A huge one for me is like a week before my period, which is like oh. right now. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> want to record this. I don't feel good about myself. There's this, this, there's all these feelings yeah. that we have. And it's like in those moments, how amazing it would be to like switch our own mindset and being like, no, we talked about this, hold yourself accountable. It's easy to practice it one day and then the next day go right back to what you are. And so that's why we say practice. Like it's a constant learning curve. And there's some days for sure. You should hear her and I, you know, get ready together, go do things. Sometimes we have to call each other out, like stop saying that about yourself or don't care about this. And don't get me wrong. It's not all the time. It's just that when we do notice it, We try to help each other and not obsess over those insecurities that every single person has, no matter what you look like. You know, someone else's insecurity is someone else's dream to have. And exactly. you have to remember that, and it's just like what I have is something that someone else might dream of. We and always well about. want what we don't have. Exactly. We obsess over what we don't have. Or let's say you know your example earlier, where you're like, oh, they compliment your eyes. I can't stop staring at them. You're like you don't have no idea what somebody's story is. Something that Umber and I have dealt with for a really long time is a lot of eye problems. And so yes, we get complimented on that, and we love people for complimenting that. But when that's sometimes the only thing that's glorified, and we've had issues with it, like I'm talking eye surgery retinal problems like very major medical problems that could bring a lot of trauma you know, to glorify that one thing about someone, you have no idea yeah. if that's something they struggle with. You Everyone can't... has a story that you have to learn before exactly. you just go off about a certain quality of them. Yeah. This is why it's not okay to, when you see your friend lose a bunch of weight in a few months, be yeah. like, oh my god, skinny legend, you look perfect. And I, I used to literally do that. no idea how they lost it. Like yeah. they could have lost it by depression, by a mental health issue, yeah. by anorexia, it could have yeah. been anything. And then not only that, but if you're only complimenting them at that point but you weren't before you're reinforcing that skinny is beautiful yeah and, that's and now like... that's all they're going to strive for one thing that we can practice is to stop complimenting women on their bodies we all do it yeah but the best thing you can do is to start talking about how bright intelligent they are start complimenting things that have nothing to do with what they look like trust me if you look for it there's tons of things in a video yeah. where a woman is saying or dancing or speaking about something where you can comment on that outside of you know the most obvious thing that she has that's beautiful about her yeah so if i for example if i see a makeup tutorial on tiktok instead of going straight to you have the prettiest eyes ever you have the best lips ever i try to compliment their talent or their craft or their skill yeah so i'll say like you're really talented you can go really far i go to their page and i scan for something where they show what they're passionate about and i compliment that so i say like that's you're really, really aware or you're really intelligent and you sound like a really compassionate human or yeah. whatever and they always are like confused because they never hear it and all they hear about is their looks like it feels really nice to allow women to recognize those other qualities in themselves and be like oh yeah you know what i am more than my body yeah this is not a biological thing. This is not women and men oh, at yes, all. Thank women you. and girls are more obsessed with their looks and men just aren't because they're just more chill and relaxed. Like yeah. This is a societal thing. This is something that we have been taught since we were kids. Yeah. Look at what the little girls and little boys in your life are getting for presents. Little girls are getting mirrors, makeup sets, fake dresses, mm-hmm. and little boys are getting Lego sets, books, yeah. things to build. They're working different parts of their brain how many times was it okay for you know our brother or a boy to have dirt on his face or like oh it's okay he got hurt but you can't i've heard women my age or men my age raising their children being like oh but she's a girl you have to be careful you can't get that on your face but you can be ugly it's okay like i've heard it in our culture toxic to say it's like telling the girl that she can't get dirty or she can't get dark from the sun or she can't get these things like there's so much racism colorism and all these different beauty standards that women go through and it's learned in our environment or like if my brother was Really tired one day, and we were all going to a get together. Oh no God, comments yeah. would be made about it, but like, if I look tired. Or whatever, it would be like go put some lipstick, go put some yeah. blush on. Like you'd have to make sure and that you look at a certain level of beauty all the you time. You were already probably more dressed up than our brother was, right? We already had to change into kameez. We couldn't just wear jeans or sweatpants to this dava. Yeah. And then your looks were still commented on. And yeah. the thing is, it's not to blame your mother or another woman or your dad for doing that. It's like they learned that from their parents. Exactly. Like it's this just is the appropriate cycle. way to be. Break the cycle and be like, you know yeah. what? I'm gonna be the first person that doesn't do this to my kids. I'm gonna start going back to the gym when the gym's open again, but I'm also gonna be doing it solely for the fact that I wanna be stronger, the fact that it's good for my heart, and the fact that it's good for my mental health. Mm -hmm. I am not going to be focused on what I look like and the fat rolls and cellulite I have. Like Whenever those thoughts creep up, I'm just kinda like, stop. Yeah. Like I don't I don't have to love it, but I don't have to hate it. Yeah. And I don't wanna to speak to myself like this anymore. So I think that's something that I've learned recently. Like I've oh struggled to get myself to the gym. I've struggled to care about working out. And I was always like, Why can't I get myself to go to the gym regularly consistently? And it's because it was tied to do with how I look and the size of my body. Like, oh I gotta get skinnier or tinier or look like this, like the tiny waist, big butt. I know now that if I start working out or I work out consistently, like I can add ten years to my life. That's something that's going to keep me going. It's not going to be like, my butt was bigger in my 30s. <laughs> like I want you guys to come to my page and feel like you can be yourself there. Yeah. Yes. And I still have work to do. Don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect. I still struggle with posting the perfect oh photo. My God. What I take from this is just your journey, even with body positivity versus body neutrality. Yeah. That's such a good distinction. I don't look in the mirror and dance around and be like i love my body more than anything hopefully i get there one day but like i just literally when i look at myself and i like see some extra meat on me i'm literally just like okay anyways i'm gonna go journal about how i can change the world and what impact i can make you just change the topic in your head yeah and something i've learned with that is it doesn't matter if i tell my sister she looks great or if she's like oh i look like this i'm like no you don't you look fine it's like that might not make a difference for them. That's their insecurity and that's something I've had to learn that no matter how amazing or beautiful she looks, she has her insecurities and she has to work those out, just like I have to work mine out. Half the time I say something, my sister's like, I've never even noticed that, what are you talking about? And so we really just have to give people their space with what they're dealing with whatever their insecurity is stop hating on someone that you think is more pretty than you or has something that you don't have and therefore they have no right to talk about what their issues are you should be able to talk about beauty standards no matter what you look like you're not too pretty to speak out and you're not too ugly to speak out it doesn't matter what you look like this is a problem that we all deal with and we all need to be vocal about it so we hope that you enjoyed this video today we started this video with a very low energy because it, it's a it's a pretty hard topic and, and we weren't feeling as great so yeah. we're really happy that we did this so if you like this video and you learned something today like comment subscribe share it with your friends and follow us on instagram and tiktok and we'll link it all below yeah and let us know what other topics you want us to talk about we got like yeah. probably five to six people asking about beauty standards so yeah this was such a great idea and it also pushed me i don't know about you out of my comfort zone to share things with you guys that i never thought i would so it's actually really awesome because we can remain uh authentic and be vulnerable in growing together yeah okay take care bye guys